Hello and welcome to our virtual service this week. A few announcements to mention. We're 92% um, um, of our goal of $690,000 for our giving campaign. Thank you for contributing, and if you haven't yet, I hope you'll consider doing so this week. The Adult Forum continues. It's at 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Um, you'll get a link to go to meeting, which will enable you to participate. Uh, this week, uh, Dr. Joe Hulgus from Missouri State University, a psychologist, will be talking about meaningful ways that we can do when we're feeling distressed. We're also continuing um, on other Sundays. Uh, we'll be continuing our discussion of Bishop Curry's book, Love is the Way. Uh, we're doing a Christchurch cookbook this year uh, for Lent, and we're doing that in lieu of our regular uh, Wednesday evening Lenten events. So please send in to the church office uh, your favorite recipes for bread, soup, uh, as well as um, uh, chili and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, Shrove Tuesday will be Tuesday the 16th of February. We won't be used at doing our usual sit-down uh, fundraiser for the junior choir. Uh, we'll be doing a to-go uh, dinner, and the hours of that are 5.30 to 7. You'll just pull in, open your trunk, and a gloved and masked person will bring the food out to you. And that concludes the announcements. And now let us... Let us join in worship on this fourth Sunday after the Epiphany. A penitential rite, according to Rite 2, uh, begins on page 351 of the prayer book. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Jesus said, the first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is the only Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess, we confess that we have, have sinned against you in thought, word, and, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you govern all things both in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the supplications of your people, and in our time grant us your peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, If I hear the voice of the Lord my God any more, or ever again see this great fire, I will die. Then the Lord replied to me, They are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own people. I will put my words in the mouth of the prophet, who shall speak to them everything that I command. Anyone who does not heed the words that the prophet shall speak in my name, I myself will hold accountable. But any prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, or who presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded the prophet to speak, that prophet shall die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hymn 569, verses 1 through 3. Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus and his disciples went into Capernaum. 
And when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. May I speak to you in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. It's impossible to know what the people of Capernaum were expecting when a new rabbi came into their synagogue. The small fishing village on the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee had likely seen its fair share of teachers and scribes over the years, ones who had been formally trained in reading and interpreting the law, and the people may have felt as though they'd seen it all. But on this particular Sabbath, a carpenter from Nazareth, who, as far as anyone knew, had no formal training or education in the Holy Scriptures, he entered their synagogue along with four rough Galilee fishermen, and he began to teach. St. Mark doesn't tell us what Jesus said what pearls of wisdom flowed from his lips. Presumably, he was expanding upon the message that the evangelist recorded just a few verses earlier. A proclamation that the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. But even though we don't know what words Jesus said and used in that synagogue, we do know the reaction that it caused. The people were astonished by his teaching and amazed by his authority, the likes of which they had never seen before. They were duly impressed and, it would seem, eager to hear more about the kingdom of God that was in their midst. However, what they did suddenly find in their midst was not something holy, but something decidedly unholy. A man with an unclean spirit had entered their synagogue, ranting and raving as he made his way towards Jesus. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Naming him in the hopes of gaining power over him. But it was to no avail. For this unclean spirit, this unholy spirit, had come into the presence of one 
who is endowed with the Holy Spirit. And it was no contest. Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, commanded it to be silent, and ordered that it immediately come out of the man. And then after a period of convulsing and writhing, it was all over. The demonic force had been defeated by the unlimited power of God. And the crowd gathered in that synagogue let out an audible gasp. They were dumbfounded. Whereas before they were astonished simply by Jesus' teaching, now they were completely besides themselves in amazement to witness his power and authority over the forces of evil. No elaborate spells, no incarnations, no rituals. He just speaks. And the unclean spirits obey him. And all at once, we're told, his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding regions of Galilee. His fame as a teacher, as a healer, possibly even as the long-awaited prophet of the Lord that was promised by Moses. At the start of this sermon, I wondered what these people were expecting when Jesus came to teach in their synagogue. They likely gathered faithfully on that Sabbath day, just as they always had, prepared to hear the word of God spoken and proclaimed to them before they would go on with their normal lives. They were certainly not expecting to hear such authoritative teaching, nor to witness an exorcism right before their eyes nor to realize that indeed the kingdom of, kingdom of God had in fact come near and was there in their presence. They may have expected one thing, but what they got was a whole lot more. And so likewise, I wonder about us gathering here today, even virtually, for our weekly common worship. What is it that we're expecting? We expect to hear beautiful music performed by very talented and gifted artists. We expect to recite prayers that have been handed down to us by faithful Christians over the centuries. And we expect to hear the timeless word of God spoken and proclaimed in our midst. But do we also expect to be astounded by the power and authority of the Most High, to be amazed by his love and sacrifice, and to be freed from our own unclean spirits, released from the sin that enslaves us because of Christ's presence with us through word and sacrament because that is exactly what happens every week when we open our hearts and our minds to embrace the coming of the kingdom and by heeding his command to repent 
and believe in the good news. We may not expect that, but for one, there is no surprise at all. The Lord Jesus Christ, he expects it. In his teaching, in his healing, in his dying and in his rising again, he does it all with the expectation and promise that by following him, we will be delivered into eternal life. And it's all because in the words of that well-known hymn, for us he prayed, for us he taught, for us his daily works he wrought. By words and signs and actions thus, still seeking, not himself, but us. And so, with the power and authority of Jesus Christ in our presence here now, and in our lives, we can always be assured to expect the unexpected. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. The Nicene Creed on page 358 of the prayer book. We believe in one God, the Father, Father the, the Almighty, Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The prayers of the people are form four on page 388 in the prayer book. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, 
that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Today we pray especially for St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Monette, for Father Fritz Valdema and Carmel Valdema and Lesqua Timun Clinic in Haiti, and for the former bishops of West Missouri. We also pray for special needs, including caregivers and their families, healthcare professionals and their families, and our military personnel and their families. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. Today we pray especially for Stephen Anderson, Margaret Banta, Chris Booth, Kirk Brantner, Charles Bush, June and Krista Chumley, Ken Elan, Janet Fithian, Kurt Goforth, Nancy Johnson, Laura Johnson and family, Beverly Kettle, Tanya Kirby, Barbara Knowlton, Myrna Lanier, Linda Likens, Will Long, Margot McGinnis, Greg Messier, Louise Morgan, Wally Munden, Sue Renan, Connie Snyder, Chuck Singleton, Corky Taylor, David Taylor, Amy Ree Camper, Richard and Ginger Taylor, Summer Yarnell, Erica, Matt, Tara, Owen, and Rob. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Today we pray especially for Marie Prater. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to thee, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly thine, utterly dedicated unto thee. And then use us, we pray thee, as thou wilt, and always to thy glory and the welfare of thy people, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hymn 448, verses 1 through 3.
our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Faithful God, in the wonder of your wisdom and love, you fed your people in the wilderness with the bread of angels, and you sent Jesus to be the bread of life. Though at this time we cannot consume your gifts of bread and wine, we thank you that we have received the sacrament of Christ's presence, the forgiveness of sins and all other benefits of Christ's passion. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we embody your desire and be renewed for your service. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. And now may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.